Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Joining us in studio from Film Study Baltimore, here's Kim McCusick. Now we're going to look ahead before we get out of here to uh, charges, but let's take a step back. Well, this is actually looking ahead as well. Andrews is down, likely becomes the primary. Uh, do we expect to see anything from Kolar as well? I think he'll definitely be on the field for more snaps, uh, probably a few more blocking opportunities. He's had a fair amount of that as a percentage of his total uh, time on the field so far. We'll probably see Vocal, like I would think, as a practice squad elevation before they have to make a decision on him. They get about three weeks of free activations. They haven't used any of those, of course. And I think it's possible they'll re-sign uh, Tomlinson. They let him go a couple weeks ago, so he might be a guy they bring back. Hmm. What about... God... Our, our defensive standouts here, I mean, you, you can't ignore guys like like Clowney and Owe, who, who I think is really, I, I think Owe may be the biggest pleasant surprise because I think a lot of people thought he was going to be a bust, and now he's not, and I think he's really, you know, quietly proven to be worth the while. I, th- I think he honestly right now is the best of their three pass rushers, and that's saying a lot because because Van Noy and Clowney have a big years. Clowney's providing both the uh, first pressures and the cleanup pressures. Owe's doing some of the same. Would like to see O.A. cut the penalties. I left him out of my uh, uh, MVPs this week just because of that. But the two guys who really jumped off the page at me, um, Ronald Darby targeted four times with three yeah. passes defense, mm-hmm. and they were huge. And uh, uh, you know, Stevens having another good game, a chase with held to only 12 yards, and only two of that was against Stevens in terms of uh, the completion in the end zone right by that pylon. So one of the things you and I were talking about during the commercial break is how the Ravens did against Burrow before he got hurt, and then obviously against Browning, where it's like, hey, you're going to go after him and see if he can make any plays. What did you think overall about how the Ravens' defense in the first half, for the most part, looked against Burrow and then the rest of the game? Yeah, I I thought they were outstanding, really. Uh, Most of the, when I say most, about 25% of the uh, Bengals' yards came in that last garbage time drive. I wouldn't be concerned about that at all uh, in terms of how how it played out. Uh, earlier than that, I thought they forced Burrow for, I guess it's the fifth consecutive game, to play small ball against them, where by playing two deep safeties or at least threatening to do that, uh, Burrow has greatly reduced arm strength relative to a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL, and he, mm-hmm. more than more than others, really wants to go to the outside and go short under those situations. I got One stat on that line is that Joe Burrow, oh, let's go with all Bengals quarterbacks together, are 2 of 12 throwing 15-plus yards this year against the Ravens with a passer rating of 6.25. Now, can, can I follow that up? So, like, the defense, do you think it was designed um, for how they were getting gashed with the run that the, it's like, hey, we're daring you to run the football? Because that's how I felt in the beginning, but I heard other people talking about 
the the run game saying, oh, they're, they've been getting gashed for weeks. But I thought this was more the strategy. What did you see? Yeah, it's, it's, you're, you're right on the money. It's a, it's a it's a stylistic choice to playing defense. And and the big thing is, uh, if you look at the the Ravens' historic yards per pass play allowed, they're at four point one eight in two thousand twenty three. Their previous best in team history is four point sixty two. Uh, this would be an just an unbelievable season. I'd have wow. to go back and see how long it's been. Well, the rushing averages. Rushing is 4.5. No, I'm just saying that's that's like you get four point something. That's good rushing. That's not good passing. Yes, you know what good, I mean? good point. Yeah. <laughs> and and you'll give up 4.5 yards per rush. Right. Playing two deep safeties to 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 uh, cut your your uh, sorry average yards per pass to 4.18. Just as a comparison, the 1999 team was 4.62. The 2000 team 5.32. So I mean, there when you're a yard. 0.14 better than the 2000 Ravens defense at anything. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, here with Ken McCusick from Study Baltimore. Uh, let's go up to the offense. Lamar Jackson uh, had a passer rating of 121.3 in this one. No turnovers, uh, 264 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions, natural no turnovers. I'm just, it's just something else to see the evolution of him as a quarterback. You know, he's a phenomenal athlete. We know that he's a football player, but it's just it's enjoying to watch the evolution of him as a passer. Yeah, uh, he's he's been terrific. Been good from the pocket this year. He's been good when he's had to get out of the pocket. Uh, this was a game where he had some extended plays, and it's nice to see. And I'm I hope they're able to maintain their effectiveness on extended plays. Where Watson, I uh, sorry, Watson uh, Andrews had been the target uh, frequently, but there's a there's now that may have to be a point of coaching in the coming weeks right. with Andrews out is do, how do they get extended plays to work now? And Aguilar and Bateman each had one, um, you know, the, the, Aguilar a couple weeks ago in the end zone, Bateman coming back for the touchdown in this game. Uh, I, I, I just see as that is still something that's not tapped. Lamar, by the way, 3.58 seconds time to throw this week. What by far um, his highest in, in, in some time. And did that's really with Ronnie job. Stanley out. Yeah. So a lot of that is a lot of that is there is pressure developing that forces him from the pocket, and then you get the runaround game, and that can really lead to some extended plays. Yeah. What about the uh, the future of the secondary? Like Marcus Williams with his his injury that looked like he couldn't; he was playing one handed. Now he actually has some like aggressive pass defenses, things like that. How does it shape up in the secondary? So so let's start with with Williams because I thought he he had one of the really good comeback games and I was one of the people like you who who were on the side of he can't go out on the field like this he, we can't we can't have a safety who can't tackle it's it's part of the job description yeah um, but uh, he he looked good in terms of trying to wrap up in this last game he's still throwing his shoulder around a little bit I'm not saying he's 100 percent as a tackler not by any stretch but but he looked pretty good uh, the guy who who his stock uh, quotation is down right now is Yasin who went in for. One snap in the second half, uh, gave up a pass interference penalty, and then came out again. So if you look at the plays, you know, it's basically Darby, 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 Darby. Yasin is in for this play, and then he's out the rest of the game. So uh, he's he's not in a good place right now, and, and Darby having the fantastic game, obviously, is in a relative sense taking playing time from him. You briefly mentioned your MVPs on the other side. We'll hear who they are as well as turn the page a little bit uh, to the Los Angeles Chargers. Kim McCusick in studio, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 816 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fact. This song needs some flute. <laughs> Not enough flute for me. Kim McCusick joins no us cowbell. from filmstudybaltimore.com. <laughs> Well, Ken, so let me start it off. You know, we were kind of focused on, you know, defense and some of the things offensively. What did you see from the Ravens uh, against this Bengals team, especially in the second half? Because I love that they went back to the run game. Yeah, it's 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 good to good to see that they were. This is the game, right? They were down about thirty yards in the third quarter, and they turned it on. And mm-hmm. and uh, you know, big run by Edwards, big run by Mitchell, and uh, and all of a sudden they had a hundred and fifty yard game, and that's uh, that's nice to see. The Ravens have been very good at running the football when everybody knows it's coming this year. It's one of the like hidden value of Gus Edwards' year in a year where he's not up to his normal yards per carry level. Is they're running out of eleven most of the time, and and he's doing it, um, uh, you know, right into the teeth of defenses that know that know that it's coming. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Ravens and what they've done so far this year on. Uh, uh, defense and, and, and the offense is starting to come around now to becoming more of a complete team. Um, and that's important, especially the National Football League. You talked a little bit earlier about your MVPs. Who were some of your MVPs from this game? Uh, well, on defense, it was uh, it was three defensive backs. Marcus Williams was number three, and Stevens number two, and Darby number one because mm-hmm. he had a big a big game. In terms of the offense, I liked Edwards. I liked um, uh, the combination of Zeitler and Linderbaum was excellent. They okay. were the, they were the highest two rated offensive linemen, and then Jackson, of course, was my number one. What do you think of um, OBJ's performance? I kind of felt bad. I felt bad this whole season. I feel people were dumping on him. I, I think he kind of stepped up in that game. No, terrific game for 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 OBJ. And honestly, probably should have had him on my MVP list too. He caught four balls, so it was a little bit of a of a, uh, a concentration effect. But the people who thought OBJ was going to have a lot of yards this year are going to get a big boost over these next few weeks with Andrews out because yeah. they need yeah. to take advantage of the middle of the field. They're going to need to go to slant passes from OBJ. They're going to do a lot more with their speed options. But uh, you know, the problem with the, Ravens, with the Ravens at the beginning of the year was they didn't have enough field-stretching players to really take advantage of the middle of the field as you would hope they would. And now I think um, they, they'll probably use Flowers more in that uh, respect, and they'll probably also use Bateman a little more in that respect. We've seen that three targets for him deep the last couple of weeks which has been good to see. And uh, uh, the trust is coming back with Bateman, so hopefully Lamar will, will throw a little bit more on target on these deep throws. And, and he just missed this last week with the tip by Cam Taylor-Britt. Let me, let me ask you uh, about next week, because you face the Chargers. I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts on just going to play a team like this who just chargered at their best in Green Bay. 
Uh, they had a wide open touchdown that uh, Quentin Johnson dropped. Um, They've invented ways to lose. It's it's amazing, and for the first time in a long time, we've seen Brandon Staley get really upset post game because he knows his head's on the chopping block. So he started pointing fingers at the other players. This is a game you're supposed to win against a team like this. What do you think? Let's, let's start with Staley for a second because I thought that was one of the most interesting interviews to watch in a, coaching interviews in a long time. And you know, twice a season, four times a season, you probably get a head coach just explode in, on the on the on the podium and whatnot. Uh, he, yeah, the Ravens have good PR people who've always instructed their guys well on podium comportment. And in particular, the head coach and the quarterbacks need to be very good at it because they're there all the time. And one thing head coaches can't do is go up to the podium, have the first thing you say, we lost, I take full responsibility for it. And by the way, the players and the execution sucked and my game plan is great. And, th- and that's exactly what Staley did. That's what did. he did. That's yeah. exactly what he, he did. did. <laughs> he went five minutes that's of that exactly time. exactly what he did. Crap all in. It's really funny to watch. So uh, I thought to myself, he just lost the locker room. Yeah. Honestly, as he was talking, like the more words he said, the more he was just continuing yeah. to nail that 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 grave, uh, put a nail in the tombstone there. Yeah. He very much uh a, a a case where, you know, the other the other thing was really bad about it was he said, I'm still gonna be calling the defensive plays. So you don't need to ask me that question Ever, again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't even have a job. He should be out of that job yeah. last year. Cannot Stand him, and this just confirmed it. He just—he yeah. was such a douchebag at the podium with this. I, I give the reporter credit because he said you'll have. Well, I, you don't determine what questions I ask with mm-hmm. my response because very polite to them, except when they get nasty. And that's just—he was just a jerk, just a jerk. Kim McCusick joins us from StudyBaltimore.com. Can you see what you see from the charges? What do they do that kind of? Uh, uh, worries you far the Ravens are concerned. Always concerned about Khalil Mack. Always concerned about a, you know a, a set of pass rushers. Now, uh, I haven't heard anything definitive about Joey Bosa missing this next game, but the cart was on the field, ticking him off, and he was he, crying. That's yeah. a combination. Yeah. That usually, it didn't look good. Yeah, it, it so, did not look good. But I mean, just as a t- with that team in general, with, I know we keep talking about them, but I'm just curious. We've talked about Staley and this and the Bosa's. It seems like they're talented on paper. Is it Staley or is it just a combination of things? I'm biased. I cannot stand him. But the coach before Staley, too, remember? Yes. But he was terrible. I thought he was bad, too. Yeah, they all were. Yeah. Staley, though, with his, you know, I'm going to go. It's fourth and two for my own 17. I'm going to go for it. It's like, what are you doing? But anyway, I just I think it's time for a change out there. Staley, you know, had a chance to be one of the great young coaches, installed at an early age, probably as much of the forefront with the analytics guys as you can be. And that's fourth, you know, go fourth and two at your own 17, going for it kind of thing. That's a Staley move. And, uh, uh, you know, the the math would probably tell you it's it's the correct play. And if you're the the lesser or equivalent team, it's probably the correct play to do it even more. But uh, yeah, I can I can see the fr- frustration, and obviously it makes you a lightning rod whenever you do that. When you're different from everybody else in terms of how you do things, better be successful. My, yeah. my mm-hmm. problem with them haven't been so much, and you know, like I, I appreciate the analytics and what they're telling you, the percentages of what you're going to get. I think it's just presenting an option to you and giving you the math and saying which way you want to go. And I think it's up to every coach to kind of decide in the moment, like how's our defense playing, how's our offense playing, is this mm-hmm. something that we can afford? Like you always, I always look at things from a negative standpoint. If I don't get it, what do I do? Okay, so that's that's how I always look at things. Now, with him, I've had more problems with the plays that he's called when he went for it than actually going for it. But it doesn't matter. They charge her all the time. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's actually become a term now where it's like, 
how are they going to lose this game? It seems like it happens more times than not with them. And I know when you talked about it, going west scares me at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of it, the Chargers are very explosive. They like You've got a quarterback in Herbert. You've got a guy in Keenan Allen that nobody's talking about that gets 20 targets a game. He had two horrific drops yep. in this game, which he never has. One right in the end zone. Yeah, one hit him right off the chest. I mean, it was just like, boom. Yeah, the right. one in the end zone. It's unreal. So, so yeah, I, I just think that those are interesting spots. And those are, to me, I don't like calling anything must win, but you'd hate to have a hiccup in a game like that. Yeah, you, you don't want to lose this game if you're the Ravens. I think they present a different set of challenges for the Chargers in that they will have a back-to-front loaded defense that – uh, Herbert can't gunsling around all the time. If, if balls get loose, if balls are overthrown, those are interception risks with, with the Ravens. And, um, you know, the 4.18 yards per play says it in spades in terms of, of what the Ravens are good at. There he is, Ken McCusick. Ken, tell folks in Baltimore why they need to be a part of film study. Uh, love to have you over there. And offensive line scoring is out this morning. Uh, go take a look. There you go. Ken, thanks a lot, my friend. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. We're giving out shovels at 845. But on the other side, it's Commission's Baltimore. What you got for us, Eddie? Well, it's Thanksgiving this week, so I'm going to talk about my experiences at the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade, that big family-friendly parade. Well, sometimes it turns dark. It's, uh, these are not my wife's family and her, they watch it every single year. And then when they started doing it, she tried to drag me into it. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. Well, I'm going to relay some stories that will make you not want to watch it anyway. <laughs> Commissioners Baltimore up next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's time for Commissions Baltimore, Ed Norris. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy yes. Thanksgiving to you too, man. Yes, yes, yes. My favorite holiday. Happy Thanksgiving, pilgrims. I mean, just keep my because of who I worked for, I worked so many of those parades, which is actually a nice day. I used to volunteer because it's, a, it's basically a family event. You, you know, you go in for a day too early and whenever the parade was over, you could get, they cut you loose. You go home. So you worked a short day. It was actually a lot of fun. Except sometimes, like when I became a boss at 24 years old, <laughs> my first year as a sergeant, they, man, what they do is they call it flying, but they, for big events like this, they'll take police from all over New York City 
and send them to whatever the event is in case this is the parade. So although it happens in Midtown, I was working in Greenwich Village then, and I was sent up to the parade. So, you know, you're a sergeant, you get it's like you, and, and then you'll get like 10 people to supervise, whatever. So two of the people I supervised from my precinct who were like the old hairbag kind of guys. It just What's hairbag? It's in New York City. It's NYPD Express. You're like, you know, the old guy who just had in the back of his head, hates everything. Oh. The job sucks. I got you. I got you. you know, Doesn't that, wear it down professionally, has it? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Hairbag? I hate that. I don't know why they call him that, but they did. Now I'm looking up hairbag. <laughs> Where's this going to take me? I don't know. It was whole hairbags. Anyway. These two guys are missing for most of the day. And I am freshly, I mean, I'm, I look like, you know, what I was, a child, basically, in, in a sergeant's uniform. I was young, 20-something years old. And these guys are in their, you know, 50s. And I cannot find them. And they were assigned to one block, and they're just missing. And this lieutenant, Jimmy Hegarty, kept coming over. He's driving me. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Where'd they go? Where? Did you have an Irish? Uh... Oh, Jimmy was Irish, yeah. Jimmy Hegarty. Hegarty, yeah. Where it's, are they? It's Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. You Where know, the hell is everyone? You need to keep track of your people. <laughs> it's like, uh, so he's all over me. I'm going to get in trouble. They're gone. Time to go around 11 o'clock noon. They reappear. Drunk. Nice. They disappeared. Went to a bar. It was the holidays in New York. They were open for breakfast. So they found some local, you know, Irish pub and just walked in and decided to spend a few hours there instead of being on the street. I was getting yelled at. So I wrote them up, being off post. Lucky I didn't suspend them, but I wrote them up. Precinct captain. He, they always said when you make captain NYPD, they had a little machine to cut your balls off. Ooh. He was definitely, he had that happen to him. Oh. I write them up. He interviews them. He's, he just warns them. Doesn't take any vacation time. Doesn't discipline them. They got drunk on duty. Disappeared. Totally gave me the finger. So what did they did for that guy from the rest of my time in that precinct? Nothing. Yeah. Don't ask me to be a supervisor. You don't have the balls to back me up. So there was one Thanksgiving. That was like, fast forward to 1997. It's a good year. It was a good year. Very good year. 97? 97. That was an estimated 2 million people at the Thanksgiving parade. Think about New York. New York's a different place. They estimated 2 million people at the parade, the parade route. And um, to catch all the floats of, except they had, it was incredibly windy. One of those November days that. Oh, who went down 50 that day? Mile, I'm going to tell you. A float one. Hold on. I'm trying to remember who it was. Go ahead. I'm, uh, let me see if I can write Well, it wasn't down. one. There's a couple of them? Yeah. There's a bunch of them. They couldn't control Snoopy? them. No. No. Oh. Um, it was just the winds were very gusty, very like 40 to 50 miles an hour. Um, and people think it's a big joke because it's big blue. You know how heavy those damn things are? They're gigantic. Like Woody Woodpecker was six stories tall. <laughs> That's a big pecker. Yeah. So what happened was like, you know, the Pink Panther was one. Um, Barney, the cat in the hat, they're all floating along. And unfortunately, like this is so stupid. What are you listening to? Yeah. Barney, the cat, and the hat was there, all floating along. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all fun and games till it's not, because the cat and the hat got stuck on a lamppost in Seventy Second Street. <laughs> Keep laughing. It snapped. Hit two women in the head. Aww. Put them in a coma. A coma. Coma. Are they okay now? 
No. Uh, it's all it? fun and games, Phil. Damn it. Yeah. I was going to laugh so loud yeah. if they were okay. Corona, Kathy Corona, she suffered a skull fracture from falling debris, was in a coma for a month. Um, as of the, you know, whenever this thing was written several years ago, um, she was still recovering. But I mean, that was one. The Pink Panther went, that was 72nd Street. The Pink Panther went down at 42nd Street. The Cat in the Hat limped out at 36th Street. But my favorite was Barney. Barney, the purple dinosaur. He went down to 51st Street. And he's like, same because, and they were very concerned. We knew what happened already at 72nd Street. So now it's like, this is dangerous. Nobody control these things. They're too big. And they've been banned. The bigger ones like those have been banned since. They're just too big to control. And Gusty wins. But one of the best things I've ever seen, or the worst thing I've ever seen on television, one of the, so it was an inspector at the scene, because we were all there. Was it Inspector Gadget? No. Oh. He asked for a knife to, to do away with the cat in the hat. I mean, the Pink Panther. So he starts stabbing the tail to let some air out of this thing so it wouldn't fly off and kill somebody. This is a real story. This is a real story. This is a real story. I mean, this is... Well, the best part of the story was... If you jump in in the middle of this and don't know where he started, yeah. you're like, what is... What is is he watch a cartoon? Panther? Yeah, no. watch the cartoon. No, and the video has been taken now. I was trying to get the video for you guys, but Barney. There's video to this. There was. Um, the Barney video was priceless because one of these young officers had a bright idea. Well, I heard what the inspector did. He crawls on top of Barney, the purple dinosaur, with a knife, and he's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> he's stamping the crap out of Barney. I hate you. Who's at the parade? Children. <laughs> Thousands and thousands of children. And you're stabbing Barney to death okay. on Fifth Day or Broadway. It's okay, every singer's lip syncing as they're you know rolling down the road. What a horrible visual that was. But and that was captured on video. It was out there forever. That's so um, good. Yeah. But that's when Thanksgiving goes bad. But man, oh man. And I tell you, that was terrible. It was snapping lampposts and street lights and Putting people in comas. And... I got the official definition of hairbag. Would you like to hear that? Yeah, sure. It's an archaic bit of slang with obscure origins. In police parlance, the bag means the uniform. So some that officers I knew. believe yeah. hairbag is a riff on a long-time officer's uniform, so old it's become hairy, and describes veterans who know oh. what the police call the job inside out. That's it. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Because yeah. what they said, if you were carrying, like when you were a detective, you get promoted... You went back to sergeant or whatever. You had to go back to uniform. So you're back in the bag. That was referred to you because you carried uh, the bag. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Delicious Baltimore. What's the current AFC North pecking order, guys? We'll take a look at that at nine o'clock. But on the other side, Ed, uh, who gets your shovel today? Uh Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley <laughs> is getting his shovel. Yes. Oof, he Just, needs something. He is. Yeah. He's something. He just showed his ass at a press conference, so we're nice. going to play it for you. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter, at BBMS1057. The fans, shovels, next. The biggest idiots deserve the big, bad shovel of wisdom. Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota. And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 105.7 The Fan. Time to give out shovels. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter at BBMS1057 The Fan. Ed Norris will get your shovel. Chargers head coach Brandon Staley. 
basically, I mean, it's no, if you listen to the show, it's no secret how we feel about him. I think he's driving a... He's wasting a lot of good talent that's on the Los Angeles Chargers and just making them a bad football team when they, they shouldn't be this bad. They should actually be, you know, in a playoff race most years. Anyway, apparently he's not just a crappy coach. He also cannot take any criticism. Listen to this press conference. I'm not here to talk to, to the fan base. I'm here to talk to my players, the locker room. I know that we give ourselves a chance to win every single week with the game plans that we have, okay? And we have done it here. You guys act like we've never played good defense. That's not the truth. That's not the truth. You act like we haven't made any improvements. Today in the run game, we played outstanding. We're rushing the quarterback well. What we got to do a better job of is in the passing game. And that's where our full attention is, and it's where it will continue to be. There were a lot of other things that caused us to lose today. It certainly wasn't our defense. It was the way we played as a team. We didn't play well on, enough on the red zone on offense. We dropped too many passes. Okay? We gave up a few killer sacks. Okay? We did this as a team. Stop making it about one unit because that's not what happened out there today. Our team lost, and I am fully responsible for it, and I take full responsibility. But we lost as a team today, and that's the storyline. Wow, thank you for telling us what the storyline is. I'm not is. here to talk to the fan base. No, we're not here to talk to the fan base. He said the that. people that actually pay his salary. And, and I'm not here to kids. talk to the listeners. Right. That's dumb. What a jerk. What is, I'm not here to talk to the fan base. Okay. And then you don't answer the media's question. And then he goes on to talk about, because they asked about if, he, if he's going to continue the defensive play calling. Yep. I just want you to tell I am going to be calling the plays. You never have to ask that question again. Ask <laughs> any damn question I want to ask. However you answer, it's up to you. But I'm going to ask the question. This guy, you thin-skinned, no-talent dimwit. God. Bad decision after bad. You Google his name, and you look up all the bad decisions. It wrote bad timeouts, bad fourth down calls, bad this, bad that, and then you know your your demeanor at the at the podium when you ask simple questions is just to, you know, get crappy with everybody. He should he should have been gone a year ago. Man, I'm not here to talk to the fan, but you said that out loud, man. Yeah, and you never that question never has to be asked again. Oh, all right. Well, thank you. This is the story. What well, is that? <laughs> yeah, okay, I didn't know. <laughs> Jeremy, who gets your shovel today? Yeah, my I, I don't know how many people know about this, but I'm giving my shovel to Ghost Kitchens. Joe, do you know about Ghost Kitchens? I asked these guys if they knew about. So, like, if you're on DoorDash or Uber Eats, Grubhub, any of those places, you might start scrolling through. I found this out just by on Instagram. Some girl posted this, and then I started checking in my area. So then, like, I see something on there that says, pardon my cheesesteak is a place you can order from. Right. Well, if you look at the address and order from there, it's IHOP. Really? So it's IHOP, like, basically going online, telling you there's something different, raising their prices. Oh. Um, there's one called The Meltdown. It's like, oh, that's cool. A new sandwich shop that, you know, mm-hmm. they're it's great. They, they do all these, like, uh, melts. You know, they do the, you know, a patty melt and a different type of grilled cheese and this and that. Yeah, that's Denny's. Um, so is Denny's doing business as Meltdown? Yes. So there's all these ghost kitchens, and you can go on and click on the address, type up the address in your search or in your map quest or whatever, whatever you're using your maps, and um, and you can look to see which place is which. Because I started scrolling through it and going through all these, and there are so many. You guys wouldn't even believe it. Like some of the places you're ordering could be a, a Dash In or, um, you know, like I said, Denny's, IHOP, um, Friendlies, like right. all these places that you... A lot of them have ghost kitchens. And I'm not saying, look, for small mom and pop shops, I think it's cool. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. These other places, I don't know. I, 
like if you ask me, do I want a cheesesteak from IHOP? I'm probably going to tell you no. Until you have that cheesesteak from IHOP. I thought, I was under the impression that it's them renting out their kitchen space to these people. Are you sure? That's what I was always in the impression of because like uh, Underground Pizza Company. Do you know who they are? But that's different. That you, well, no, they used to be they uh, used to be a ghost kitchen. But, but that's what I'm saying about the small mom and pop places. Like they'll rent out their kitchens to other places. But I don't know that this is happening with Denny's. I thought it was just they just needed a spot because they didn't have enough money to actually have a brick and mortar location yet. If I'm wrong, I'll give myself the shovel. But I saw this and I started looking at all the different places on my apps, and I'm going, "Holy hell!" There's like 12 of these. My shovel goes to the state of the, the quarterback condition in the National Football League. It's bad, folks. It's bad. The AFC East, two decent quarter, two good quarterbacks. The AFC North, right now with the injury, one good quarterback. The AFC South, two good quarterbacks. The AFC West, what? Yeah, they probably have more than anyone with three, but, you know, uh, how much are you really putting into Russell Wilson? Uh, the NFC East, two good quarterbacks. NFC North, one. And that's a guy that was jettisoned from his other team in Jared Goff. You really put any faith in the rest of those guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> AFC South. Anybody? Mm-hmm. AFC South? NFC, NFC South. Oh, NFC South. Anybody? <sighs> Anybody? They all suck. I'm sorry. NFC West. They got four names, but how many of those guys would you take right now if you needed a quarterback? Probably Purdy. Yeah, I'd take Purdy. I'm not saying it's not one, but how many? Yeah. I wouldn't take. I wouldn't. Uh, it's nobody else I would really take, take right now. No, yeah. I think Gino's Gino has been protected in a pretty good system, and I'm happy for him. I'm proud of him. But no, Matt Stafford took one of the cleanest, nastiest hits I've ever seen this week. He got hit so hard, I thought it knocked him into another league. <laughs> It was just a clean, good hit. I mean, um, quarterback is bad that you know, in the NFL. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about elites. I'm not talking. We used to have a battle of who was elite. I'm talking about who's really who's franchise. I mean, give me a friend. Joe Flacco is coming back into the National Football League. I'm not saying Joe Flacco's bad, but in a good NFL, you God. Rob, come on, man. In in some of these, as I'm looking at the NFL this upcoming week, uh-huh. we have. We have so many totals in the 30s. Yes. That's not good defense. That's not it's good. It's bad football. It's just bad offense. That's not good. You got all these backup quarterbacks that everybody wants to see. We're going to sit here and talk about them over and over. Like right now, this week coming up, the Steelers and Bengals play, and their totals like 36. Yeah. Um, here, I'm trying to get to some of the NFL's other NFL's trying to open up offense. Yeah. Carolina, Tennessee, 37. Giants and Patriots, 34. Bengals, Steelers, 36. It's like... What are we doing? Yeah, it's bad. Hey, uh, you talking about Ghost Kitchen. Stephanie and Bel Air has some info for us. Good morning, Stephanie. Hi. Um, I do DoorDash in Harford County, and, uh, like, even Chili's has um, an expanded kitchen called It's Just Wings. They're not, they're not renting out their space to other businesses. They're just expanding their online menus. Yeah. I just looked it up, too. So, like, Burger Den and Meltdown are Denny's. Conviction Chicken is TGI Fridays. But is that fraudulent? Cosmic Stephanie, is that fraudulent if it's a different menu? It's not it's a, a completely different it, menu. Bertucci's used to have five different going at the same time. Wow. Hmm. It's interesting. I just learned all this. Is, I, is, is, the food, is the food different, or it's, it's just them putting another label on it? Yeah, it's completely different because okay. Bertucci's used to have a Guy Fieri menu out of their restaurant. All okay. right. 
Hey, thanks a lot. But it's still the same people that are putting it out. But there, see, right? I don't mind it if the menu's different though. Like Tender Shack is Outback Steakhouse. See, if is it? You're you're really you're really rebranding though. If it's different food, then you're not really getting Denny's food. You're still getting a cheesesteak out of that kitchen. But it's different food. It maybe may come it? from a it may come from a different distributor. You don't know. I, if see, it tastes I different. I don't buy that. I think it's just on the cheap and it's a way to rebrand what Well, you if have. you made me something and it tasted good, I wouldn't be upset that it came out of your kitchen. Why not? Have well, you seen like my what kitchen? you're saying, like if it even if it comes from a Denny's, if the food is good. Yeah, that's who what cares? I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking at. If it's a good cheesesteak, okay, maybe, I don't get where it's coming maybe from. it's a good bait and switch, but it's still a bait and switch. But if they but it, you could you could rebrand. And by rebranding, you don't ask you don't always get your ingredients from the same people. I'm not saying they are, Jeremy. I'm asking the same question you're asking. What makes it different? You don't know, Rob. I don't. That's why I'm asking. I know. 410-583-1057 is the number. We were talking about the low totals. Ed Norris at 915 is going to tell us if defense still wins championships in the National Football League. But on the other side, what's the current NFC North pecking order? Are the Ravens still on top? And if so, can you define who's number two? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 